0: Hello guys, welcome to the show. I'm on my own today, but it's fine. This podcast, by the way, I'm not going to have guests all the time. But yeah, hello guys. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. (laughs) Pick up Lionel for that one. I'm going to talk about loneliness today, but it's the 20th of December, so there's five days left. Until Christmas. But yeah, this year feels different, man. But, like, even though it feels different, but you know, when you go out and you see all the lights on people's houses and stuff, you don't forget what's going on. But it's not like it doesn't feel like Christmas. And when you go out as well, like to town, if you can hear that bell in the background, it's Nala. She's getting into the Christmas spirit with the bell, so. But yeah, it does feel like Christmas still, kind of. But anyway, I'm going to talk about loneliness because it's that time of the year and it's a funny time of year anyway because I know there's a lot of people that are lonely. There's a lot of people that don't have family to spend Christmas with. There's a lot of people that are homeless. There's a lot of people that are depressed as well over this period. And, um... Although I haven't felt lonely over Christmas, I have felt lonely um, and it's not a nice thing. So, yeah, I just thought I would talk about loneliness in this episode as a dedication to all those people out there that are feeling lonely, I guess. And um, as I said, this time of the year is funny anyway, but you can only imagine how you can only imagine how heightened that is now because of what's going on. So, yeah, there's going to be no icebreaker today, unfortunately, because I can't do icebreakers with myself. I guess I could tell you something about me though hmm what could I say hmm I don't know I'll have to get back to you on that one so yeah I'm just gonna jump right in now so first I'm gonna explain the definitions of feeling lonely versus feeling alone because they are two different things so yeah just gonna put that out there first before before I begin rather so yeah the definition of loneliness is affected with or characterized by or causing a depressing feeling of being alone or lonesome destitute of sympathetic or friendly companionship intercourse or support according to theconversation.com this year it is thought that loneliness may contribute to cognitive decline through multiple pathways including physical inactivity symptoms of depression poor sleep and increased blood pressure and inflammation, <laughs> inflammation not inflammation <laughs> but yeah so loneliness is a massive one still but the definition of feeling alone is without anyone or anything else not involving or including anyone or anything else separate from other things or people without people that you know or that usually are with you So, I don't know, this is probably common sense, but I don't know, I just feel like it's important to state the differences. But feeling alone obviously is, you're in the house maybe, and if you live with a partner or um, a parent, and maybe they're out for the day, or they're out for the night, no one's in the house, you're on your own, so you feel alone. But loneliness is much more like a it can be a depressive state anyway, and even if you live with other people as well, you can still feel lonely. So i got some quick stats and yeah, this will put things into perspective. Um, But obviously these stats are from last year. So again, you can only imagine how these statistics um, would have skyrocketed this year because of obviously what's going on. But um, yeah, just to put things in perspective, in 2019, Statistics previously shown that loneliness at Christmas is more likely to affect the older generation, with research finding that more than half a million of older people, 65 plus in the UK and Ireland, expect to feel lonely this Christmas. So that was last year. However, new figures from Mind have discovered that millennials, people aged between 25 and 34, are twice as likely as the elderly to have a lonely Christmas. So that's crazy. That's like people my age feel lonely at that time. That's from Half Assured, by the way. According to Age UKs in 2019, research found that more than three quarters, 77%, of over 65s agree that the first Christmas after losing someone you love is the hardest. With up to 170,000 older people soon to face their first Christmas without their spouse, obviously that was last year, that was according to Age UK's research again. According to The Guardian, which is also last year, at least 135,000 children will be homeless and living in temporary accommodation across Britain on Christmas Day. That was the highest number for 12 years, according to the housing charity shelter. It's just crazy, like, when you put it in perspective like that, because 2020 has been, I don't even know how to describe this year, you know, I literally have no words but yeah you can just imagine those numbers have gone through the roof so yeah I couldn't find any stats for this year but it would be very interesting to see the statistics of this year when they are finally released so yeah have I felt alone or lonely I felt both obviously obviously I think everyone's felt alone I think everyone's probably felt lonely at some point in their life as well so yeah so first I felt lonely for a few reasons one of the one of the reasons I felt lonely is because uh my parents my parents split up when I was around, 17, mm, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen maybe. It was late teenage years, I can't remember what age. So obviously from anyone that's, you know, been involved in both their parents splitting up, it's like it's it's weird. Yeah, there's it, you know, depending on why they're splitting up. It can go either way really. But it can it can release like loads of emotions. I felt lonely because Um, it was was going from, like, that family home to, like, only there being, like, a couple of people, a few people in the house. So the house wasn't full anymore. And, you know, the noise... You know, obviously, when you live with... I had three... Well, I'll get to that in a bit. But basically, there was three of us in the house, siblings, including myself, and then my mum and my dad, so the house was full. So, yeah, obviously, when, when you have, like, a full house and then it goes down to a quiet house it's like it's, it's obviously different because it's not what you're used to so that was one reason another reason was um my brother was murdered in 2003 so I was nine at the time so I don't think it would have affected me then per se it, well it did obviously but I don't I was still young then so it was something that crept up onto me like um in my later years um when I could understand it more so that was another reason and then also it took me ages to find a job it took me years to find a job it took me like four years to find a job so when i say four years that was from the age of 20. four years is that right so obviously you can work when you're like 17 can't you so obviously i'd done the 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 school thing left school went to college couldn't find a job um and then i got to the age 20 couldn't find a job for four years from there so it wasn't even really four years it was from 17. I got my first job at 24, so that's that's three, four... Is that seven years? Some, yeah. Is that seven years? I'm so shit at math. <laughs> it's long anyway. So the reason why I felt lonely from not having a job was because I couldn't get involved with certain things with people because I couldn't afford to do it. And as I mentioned earlier, like, my mum and my dad split up. It was only my mum that was really giving me money like that, really. And obviously, she had mortgage to pay she was working, you know, she had, like, mouths to feed as well, so, yeah, obviously, like, I couldn't, uh, obviously, I wasn't fortunate enough to be given, like, a lot of money every week or whatever. I did, I did get money, like, I was given money, but it just wasn't, like, enough to do things with people, so it meant that, like, I couldn't um, make friends, really, and I couldn't, because I couldn't do things, so that made me feel really lonely, actually, but I did do things, though, like, like I did go out I did go cinema like obviously I did like teenage things like it's not like I didn't do things at all but it was just I couldn't do them as often as I would have liked to so yeah but feeling lonely is just feeling lonely is such a horrible thing man because like as I said earlier although you're probably around people you feel alone like you just feel like it's just you you know what i'm saying like it's just you one you alone with your thoughts and maybe even if you open i didn't really open up back then i was really closed but i think you know if you are feeling lonely you should utilize the people that are around you because it would make such a massive difference, so I don't know, um, and I'm not saying that your circumstances are going to be different, so for example, if someone is in the same situation that I was in when I was younger, meaning, you know, you live with a single parent and you can't get that many, you know, the finances are not, you know, as you'd like them to be, you can't go out as often as you can, as you would like to, you don't have a job, I'm not saying that those circumstances when you open your mouth will change. But what I'm saying is, if you do speak about them, it will help you release. Because imagine being lonely and then imagine like just keeping all those emotions to yourself. It's worse. So yeah, that was why I I've, I've felt lonely. Also, I wrote a, a blog post last year in June. Um, it's on WordPress. If anyone's interested, I don't even use WordPress anymore. But it would be WordPress... I don't know what Nala's doing in there (laughs) what is she doing that's my cat by the way it's wordpress the r word and surprising not surprisingly but when I wrote that post like I was writing things about feeling lonely that was like different well I don't know if that was loneliness now in hindsight maybe it was because how I was years ago not having no friends or not having many friends is completely different now I don't have like a a million friends but like I'm more open like my circle's more open not my circle. I'm just more open now like you know I t- I like to I like to think that I take not every opportunity but for example like even though like I'm not really a massive I'm not a massive lover of social media but social media does connect people together. Um so obviously I use social media. There's like different apps as well. Not online dating apps, but yeah, so you can have Bumble. Bumble's got Um, like three different platforms within the one platform so you can have business bumble which is obviously to promote your businesses you can have the online dating obviously which is self-explanatory and then the other one is to find friends so I've used that before that's quite cool as well you can just find friends because you'll find that there's a load of people that feel exactly like this but just no one for whatever reason. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but just people just don't feel comfortable admitting that they are lonely or that they are depressed or whatever. But you'll find that there's so many people out there with the same with the same feelings as everyone else. Or do you know what I'm saying? Like everyone feels lonely at some stage in their life. Everyone feels alone. Everyone feels depressed, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's why I said, you know, if you do feel like that, just, just openly say. It's nothing to feel embarrassed about. I think I think I used to feel like that before. I used to feel embarrassed to admit like things like that, but really nothing to be embarrassed about, you know. We're human. We're bound to go through all these human emotions. Suppressing these emotions will only make you feel worse. But With that said, I do understand that, like, it's also, it's not always easy to admit that you feel these ways. But I don't know, I just feel like this is one of the reasons why I created this platform is because I was in a place before where I just didn't open up at all. There's still some things that I don't, like, feel comfortable opening up about. But, like, I just feel like it's important. It's important for the soul. It's important for, you know, for for the brain. It's important for the body. It's important for everything because you'll know that, when you suppress, you know, negative emotions, it affects all and every part of you, and you probably don't even realise, but it's affecting every part of you, you know, I, I don't know, like, I'm just trying to think, some people don't feel comfortable talking to, you know, their family members, or their parents, or their friends, some people don't have friends, so I'm just trying to think, like, you know, where those people could go, there's loads of websites, there's loads of people to talk to out there, man, there's so many, Mind is one of them. I think it's called Mind, but I think I know it to be health assured. So there's health assured. There's also like apps such as Calm. You can meditate. I'm not, I don't meditate that massively, to be honest. I'm trying to. The last time I tried to meditate was months ago. (laughs) I haven't meditated for ages, but meditating is supposed to be a good one anyway. It's supposed to... Because when you're in the present, it's not about, I'm going off on a tangent now, but with meditation, it's not really about ignoring your thoughts. It's about accepting your thoughts, noticing that they are there and just letting them pass. But you don't ignore them. So meditation is supposed to be a good one. Um But yeah, like on those sites, I'm not sure about calm. Calm is more for meditation, I think. But definitely health assured, mind... I'm not sure. I only know about these through work, because obviously through work, obviously because I'm not. I don't work them anymore. That's just something that they recommended that we that we can use if we need it. It's like it's like a counselling session thing. Um, obviously I got that. We got that for free. I think if it was anybody else, you'd have to pay for it. This is the only thing that I don't agree with, though. Like you have to pay for that service. But I'm sure there must be like free ones out there. Should have done my research, really but yeah like I just think like I don't know use these apps just get yourself out there like don't suffer in silence and stuff man it's not a nice thing I've been there like I said I just think like the world shouldn't be the way it is there's you know what I'm saying there's so many people that feel the same way about things that like even because you know when you feel like you're in like that dark place you know whether that's depression whether you feel anxious whether you are alone sorry whether you yeah alone or lonely you just feel like there's no way out sometimes you feel like you're always going to be stuck in this this rut and this this mindset and you never are that's why i'm stressing that if you do feel like that just speak just open up please do but yeah um i haven't felt thankfully i haven't felt uh lonely at christmas time because the way the way i do christmas is we usually have like uh, a big meal at one of the auntie's houses Last year it was here, actually. It was nice. Like, I prefer the house, like, I prefer that kind of Christmas. You know, everyone comes round, like, you eat with everyone, you drink with everyone, play games, that's what we do. Just catch Joe, that is the way that we spend Christmas. So I've never felt lonely at Christmas at all. And then what I do from here or one of the aunties, whichever house it's at, I then go to my nan's and then have another, like, big thing again. We don't play, yeah, we play games Indulge. Yeah it's nice. So yeah, I've never felt lonely at Christmas. I've always been quite aware that like not everyone has a Christmas like that. So yeah, that's sad because usually, you know, you can volunteer before Christmas. I don't think I've volunteered for Christmas before. I've always meant to, but I've never done it before. So I, I so when I've done volunteering, I think, I swear, yeah, I swear I did it before Christmas, you know. I think I did, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like on Christmas Eve or something. It was just like probably, I think a week before Or maybe on that. I I can't remember. I think I did, though, last year. But it's so sad because I have, you know, the Christmas that I've just explained and all laughs and jokes and you can indulge and you have a good time. There's also other people out there that are living on the street in the cold. They don't have no food. Usually they'll be able to go into a shelter anyway. I don't know how it is this year because I was talking to one of my aunties. Who works in mental health, and she was saying that um they're running out of shelter like um spaces at the shelters. So what they what they're having to do is put the homeless up into hotels, which is costing a lot of money. So yeah, like think now because the no one can be on the road now. No one should be on the road anyway, but because of this COVID thing, yeah, they're saying that no one should be like no one should be on the road. So homeless people, obviously, they're getting put into shelters and stuff, but. Obviously, they're getting full. So, you know, there's always going to be, like, a few people that are still on the road. But, yeah, it's just sad. It's really sad. I forgot where I was going with that. But, yeah, after the volunteering, obviously, you you realise that there's so many people that are living on the road. And there's so many people that are not going to get the same Christmas or have the same Christmas as you. So, yeah, it's just one, one to bear in mind. But even though I haven't felt lonely at Christmas, I don't really... It's not that I don't like Christmas. It's like a it's like a bittersweet thing. So obviously I love Christmas because um I love the atmosphere. Usually we would have a Christmas market as well. Obviously that's not the case this year. And it, it's just nice atmosphere really. I usually I like winter as well. Only because I like winter fashion. The bitterness is our Christmas is not the same now. Obviously because we've experienced like close family death of my brother and like I know there's a saying with you know in, in relation to death. So I think the saying is um it gets easier over time but I find that it gets worse over time this is something that I don't feel comfortable talking about as well not comfortable I don't feel open talking about it my brother's death but that's the reason why I don't really like Christmas because you're having Christmas and you know that someone's missing but that's the thing about death that's why I don't like thinking about death so the death thing I always used to be quite scared of death So yeah, so my views my views on death years ago has changed. Now I'm not a religious person. I don't really like to identify as anything to be honest. But if I am going to identify as something, I am going to identify myself as being a spiritual person. Death is something to be celebrated. I believe they also tell you that in in religion as well. Because even though it's so, even though it's death of the person, it's not death of the soul. So even though the person is not here physically, person is here spiritually. So. When, when I look at it from that way you know it's not necessarily a bad thing you know I just believe that when people pass over to the other life that I will see them again just obviously not in this realm not in this life but you know it's still a sad thing do you know what I'm saying like once you've lived with someone or once you've once you love someone or you know family friends anyone that you've met that you know that is a part of your life once they're gone it's, it's something that it's not a nice thing obviously but yeah like even with that like being the case i still have a good time at christmas and i can't wait to indulge i eat what i want anyway really although i'm trying to be more conscious now but i'm not really a massive drinker either you know i just do these things it's christmas time but i just feel like it's also a crucial thing to also think about the people that you know don't get to do these things and stuff as well so yeah Nyla's just had a poo and it stinks oh my god but yeah um I just wanted to come in quickly and do a little Christmas special. I said I was gonna elaborate on some of the things that I've said I felt lonely about. But I could probably address that in another in another episode I guess. Good riddance to this year. Good riddance. I saw a meme on Instagram the other day. It said <laughs> people are saying good riddance to this year, like like corona's gonna be over on the thirty first of December. <laughs> so true. It's still gonna it's still gonna be here, isn't it? So This year hasn't been all bad, in my personal opinion. It hasn't been all bad because... For me, it's been a year of growth. You know, you've been forced to grow. Well, I have. I've been forced to grow this year. I said to myself at the start—not the start of the year—but I think when this started happening, not the not right at the beginning, but I was just saying to myself that we've got a whole load of time, so I must can pick up something new. I, you know, whether that's a language, I try to do a language. But my attention span these days is really bad. You know, I can watch YouTube for hours. I can do things like that for hours. But when it comes to like learning things and stuff, I'm just I swear off really quickly but i wanted to learn another language i might pick that back up you know because um i was enjoying that hola hola señorita um uh, see i forgot what else to say next <laughs> i know incant- encantado. yeah i need a spanish friend but yeah the i picked up this obviously podcasting i thought to myself i'm gonna start podcasting because i was thinking about it from before anyway but yeah you know it's forced me to do something new to grow within myself yeah so I don't think this year has been I don't think this year has been that bad obviously it's been bad you know financially I've lost my job as well so you know relationships as well have failed all gotten stronger as well more people have probably been homeless now as I said at the beginning of this episode I would very much like to know the numbers the statistics of 2020 for you know depression loneliness um anxiety suicide as well would be a massive one yeah there'll be yeah the numbers would be insane so yeah it's forced me to grow as a person and to look at life in a different way because I know that this bad thing is happening but it's not necessarily a bad thing and the reason why I say it's not necessarily a bad thing is because for me in my personal opinion because I said I identify as a spiritual person these are like testing things aren't they like these are testing times and these times will either break or make you obviously everyone's situation is different some people have lost their job and that's that their livelihood some people have families to feed do you know what i'm saying so so although that would probably break you at this time i just i I've been a massive believer of everything happening for a reason so yeah i do hope everything works out in the new year i hope 2021 is the better year but yeah 2020 Will never be forgotten, and it's going to be part of our history as well, which is a crazy thing. I was saying this the other day with my friend like, me and my friend were saying that this is going to be our history like, when we get to like 70, 80, when we got our grandkids and stuff like, this is our history. We'll be relaying this history to our grandkids, and it would be crazy, <laughs> it'd be mad. But yeah, I do hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas and just try and enjoy it the best you can. I know how will be, and look after one another, I guess. Look after yourselves. Merry Christmas.